Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. He won't let Jay just motion his ankles in peace. That's all Jay wants. That's all I wanted to do yesterday. That's why why I wore the high tops today because I felt insecure, obviously, about the ankles. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Now now I'm the bully. I bullied him him into wearing high tops. Do you realize that Key was, as a child, called uh, Keyshawn Fried Chicken when he went to school? You think it's (laughs) Keyshawn? That just hold on. Key, don't don't go there. Stop. Hold on. Nope, 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 nope. Get the get the single shot off my high tops. So, <laughs> I just want people to know. I'm gonna stop them in their tracks. I just want them to know that you're gonna go. Max there. was talking about something oh, from oh, yesterday. I, no, they just played the sound. That's no, no, or, yeah. but, so but make sure Keyshawn people don't cancel chicken. you. you. Just want to make sure you don't oh, get canceled. Oh, no, I don't get canceled. Yeah, okay. Let me be very good. Okay, yes. I appreciate don't want that. You, you got to clarify. Let me, be, let me be I'll very. I'll let you know when I want you to get canceled. Not today. Let me be very clear. Let me be very clear. We just heard sound from yes. yesterday where Key was giving Jay problems about Jay trying to just lotion his ankles, and then Key told a story about what? Go ahead, tell my it. mom. My mom would give us the the Crisco, Crisco. oil right. or Wesson or whatever it was, to and put you on said our what skin about it? because we didn't have lotion, and I would. It's like fried chicken walking yep. in the sun. So being you late. said fried chicken, yes. which yeah. then Max. Your yeah. response to right. Keyshawn Fried You have to be very careful chicken. nowadays. I appreciate yes. that, Keyshawn. Yeah, I'm very- making sure yes. that your name doesn't appear That's right. on one of these headlines in one of these New York papers. Max Kellerman calls Keyshawn yeah. Fried Chicken. Counsel him out. And yeah, then we right, have to right, talk right. to Welcome to Keyshawn and Jay Will tomorrow on and fried ESPN chicken. and Fried Chicken. You know what's amazing? Sponsored by. You know what's amazing <laughs> about social media is because clickbait, you only need Three, five that's seconds. That's what they do. And if you tune in, and that's the three or five seconds oh, you hear. Or that's the headline, and they don't provide the 30-second commentary after the headline. Yes. I wonder what yeah. meat I would be, though. If I, I wonder what meat would I want to what? be. What? You if, I, if I was, he, he said chicken, but I'm, I, what else would I want to be? Like, would I want to be an expensive, what is it, Chateaubriand or something <laughs> like that? Isn't that mm-hmm. a wine? Is that a- no? I, I think know. that's a. I, just, I think that's a. I wish. Too, right? I wish my mother would have like introduced me to lotion as a kid because just because you think like everyone gets dry skin. Oh, in the New York but winters. It, yeah, but you, can you can't see your dry skin. Yeah, you can hide. You can see. Forget about seeing it. The way it felt. See, like dry skin for me. Like you guys saw yesterday when I could scratch keys. It's like chalk on the chalkboard. Yeah. That's so you can see like, yeah. the K in my thigh. And then if I go too long without lotion, I start to look like a snake. Start cracking everywhere. I'm just saying, winters in New York, no cupcake for that. No, no matter what you look like, it's what it feels like. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. That's why Jeff Darlington, <laughs> by the way, is going to join us in 10 minutes to talk Brady Belichick. Did you talk to that realtor yet? No. All guests on the Goodyear hotline. We got a stat that Uh-oh. you need to hear. Listen, Warren Sharp tweeted this about my beloved New York football giants. <laughs> this is driving me nuts. Not at any point, not in any season for the last five years. Did the Giants have a winning record? Not even for one week. They're 0-3 oh now, so the earliest they could have a winning record is week seven of this year. But tell me if you think they're going to have a winning record. Saints, Cowboys, Rams, Panthers. Negative. So this is my question. I'll, and I'll start by giving you Where my answer Where is the Panther game? In New York? I'd have to look. I think it's in New York. I just was thinking Sam Darnold back in the middle and so oh, yeah. back in yeah, yeah. MetLife. Um, so this is, how, this is how I feel. Honestly, my entire life's happiness 
is diminished by, I'd say, at least 5%. I'm adding everything up. My home life, everything. When, when the Giants are this bad and I get no joy on Sunday because of it, my whole – so here's the question. 888-SAY-ESPN. Like, what is your life diminished by when your football team stinks? And Patriots fans – who are going through this for the first time in 20 years. What about you? They got plenty of uh, leftovers in the cupboard. They can chill. They, they do. They, they got six Super Bowls. Yeah. That's why they got plenty got of leftovers. Six. Yeah. six. I'm just saying. But the last time, last time I was in New York, like living, living, is when I played for the Jets. The Giants and the Jets, were, they both were bad. The Giants and the Jets were bad. Dan Reeves, bad. It was bad yeah. giant teams, right? And so – then we got we had a nice little uh, a couple years of being good, and then I wind up going to Tampa Bay. But this that's this is what it feels like to me. It feels like those bad giant jet teams where it's like they got Giants got players because they had players in. They had Amani Toomer and Kerry Collins, and they had they had Tiki Barber and Michael Strahan, mm-hmm. and they got some players, but they don't get the Ws. And they were not getting the W's back then either with players. And it came down, in my opinion, to the coach. And then eventually, Fossil came in. They they did some good stuff, went to the Super Bowl. He left some stuff. And then Coughlin came in, and the rest was history, although they were not winning 12 and 13 games That's a season. the thing. The Giants don't consistently win double. Like, look at the Seahawks since Russell Wilson's been there. It's not they're winning double digits every year. It's they go through valleys, and they have some peaks where they win the Super Bowl. Patriots fans, though, all they're used to is winning and winning. Lucas in Fort Myers. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Good morning, guys. What's up? What's wanted good? to say that when the Buccaneers are not winning like they did from 08 to 2019, it affected my happiness by, like, I would say 30 to 40% every Sunday. 40%. I'm still going to have fun, enjoy the games, but it just doesn't make it as fun when your team is winning or you have confidence in them. Oh, Bucks. He said the Buccaneers, right? Bucks. Yeah. yeah. He said Bucks. I'm like, he said they were not winning from 08. Right. Yeah. To 19. Yeah. 19. Got it. Okay. 30 to 40%. But see, that one, that's a huge hit. But then that one Super Bowl just wipes all way all. I mean, now you're champions. It no, wipes but, it all away. But, but wait, Jay. No, but see, prior to, the, prior to 08, though, we were winning. Yeah, we're doing it at oh, a high yeah, clip. Yeah, at a high clip. Every year we're in the playoffs, we're – either winning division or slightly right there to win a division, and then we go and win the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden there's a huge drop-off. That's why I feel horrible for Jet fans. When you say it wipes it all away, it does not, because the, one of the reasons it's so good when you win is because you paid all those dues as a fan but, up until then. All those years through, if some kids in high school or college, whatever they are at the job, years go by of misery and suffering. But basically. it makes it worth it, though. It makes it worth it because now you've reached that point that you're like, ah, I hated all those years, but look what it got me to. So if I had to go through another 15 years, I got this one to keep me going, right? Whereas some teams don't actually get those championships, and it's perpetual misery. But see, the, the thing for me when it, when it comes to the misery as a fan, if the Lakers aren't winning, okay, I'll just move over to the Dodgers. And if the Dodgers aren't winning – I'll move over to the Lakers. And if the Lakers and the Dodgers are winning, hopefully USC is winning. So you kind of try to cover all of your bases so that misery doesn't carry you yeah. into the fall and the spring and the summer. You got something that's like, Tough the to problem be- now with y'all in New York, 
Ain't nobody winning. No, but you got. You, are you a Knicks fan? Not anymore. Not. Uh, uh, since Dolan sells the team. I'll be a Knicks to, fan. So have you transitioned to Brooklyn? I, I well, I lived in L.A. for six years. Always wanted to be a Lakers fan. So so that's what I I, I Lakers. But in New York, I root for the Nets. Okay. We don't accept him. <laughs> you de- I am. You deny his you access. Don't me. I'm the. I'm the. You can't just jump. Well, I'm we, the we mayor of uh, Lakerland. What is he talking about? We don't accept Max Kellerman it's as a Laker we, fan. We. I'll decide we, the we. What do you we mean? We have given you a guest pass that we can revoke at any given time. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. So <laughs> you you are not a permanent season ticket no, holder. Just trying to tell y'all. I see what you're if doing. The Lakers and Nets are in the NBA Finals. We we doing the show on the road. No, Key's being slick about because something else. Like I, I see what he's doing. He's setting me up. No, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm not setting you up. I'm just saying when when you know you you cannot be in Los Angeles for six years when and say I'm a Laker fan when you've been born and raised I was the voice of the Lakers in New York for your entire life You're and all fan. you've known is Knicks Giants and Yankees now all of a sudden you go to LA for a cup of coffee That's right. and you want to be Yankees a fan. Well, you're, you're Giants Knicks. and Lakers Your Knicks made it to the playoffs last year Oh stop it Fraud just stop it What just, No no you got to stop that Julius Randle Keyshawn Kimba Walker Derrick Rose. They're a hard team to root against. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save in as little as three minutes at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. I know, you know, which way the wind blows. I know that home tunnel. I know what the fans are going to sound like. I'm not going to be thinking about 20 years of history. The dynasty not done yet. We've played at other times, you know, without Tom. When you get yourself in a situation like this, you gotta take advantage of it. Bucks win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, you are the man, you are the GOAT. I'm not gonna necessarily reminisce. I don't have plenty of opportunities to reminisce about my football career. If they know anything about me, they're gonna know that I'm going out there to try to win the football game. We're going to hear from Jeff Darlington live from Tampa Bay, but Jeff got the sit-down everyone wanted. He talked to the GOAT, Tom Brady, and this is what Tom told Jeff about returning to New England. What will that be like, Tom? What will it be like? I, I know exactly that? how it's going to be like. I, I won't share it with anyone because I feel like I, you know, I want to keep that to myself until you know, what I know what that experience will be. But I have a really good idea of what that will be like because I want to help it prepare for ultimately, uh, you know, my performance. And I'm going to use what I've learned over the years to, you know, hopefully go out there and play a great game. Um, but That's I, interesting. You, so you're saying you know what it will you, – you've internalized what it will feel like. Oh, yeah, I know exactly. I, I can envision everything. You can catch Jeff Darlington's full interview with Tom Brady this Sunday on NFL Countdown, where Randy Moss, Teddy Bruschi, and the rest of the crew will be live from Gillette Stadium. It all kicks off Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. And now we bring in Jeff Darlington. Good morning, Jeff. I got to ask you right off the top. Yeah, what's up, guys? What's going on? What did you make when you heard Tom Brady answer you that way? What were you thinking? The interesting part is that he continues uh, that statement. You know, that's the old teaser, but there's more to it. And uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you guys into it. Why not, right? It's only two days away. So he went in to talk about how he has already envisioned everything and, and what the wind will be like, what, the, what they'll say, 
what the stadium will feel like at night. He, he feels like he already knows all of that. And I, I think that it's very deliberate on his part. He wants to feel, when he goes in there, completely comfortable with the emotions that are going to potentially overtake him. He doesn't want to go in there and all of a sudden be surprised by anything. And that, I think, is the epitome of Tom Brady's greatness, that he is able to compartmentalize and plan for moments exactly like these. Uh, how emotional do you think? You, you know him, Jeff, right? I mean, you broke the story and got it right and everybody else got it wrong. Um, how emotional do you think he will be between Saturday night and leading up yeah. into the game Sunday? So I think he's, he's trying to definitely navigate this uh, again. I think part of the idea of envisioning and, and preparing is so that he's not as emotional. Now, I do know that there's people around him who are saying, you can plan all you want, Tom. You're going you're gonna to be emotional when you get there in this moment. But I don't know if that's true. I mean, he, he's done a really good job this week even of focusing on the fact that they're coming off of a loss and they need to get their season back on track with a win in this game, as opposed to talking about the return. I, I totally am with everybody that, that would suggest that there's a human element involved that he will not be able to, uh, to look beyond. But again, it's part of what makes him so special is the fact that he is able to compartmentalize his feelings and go out there and play a football game. Will he be emotional at some point? Probably. Will it impact his, his ability on the field? I, I actually doubt it. Mm. Jeff, how do you interpret what Tom... Uh, said about Bill Belichick and a lot of you know a lot of people look at that relationship yeah. as is strained I don't I look at it as a relationship where two people were together for 20 years and then had to go their separate ways for whatever reasons but what do you make right. of that I kind of uh when he was talking about it yesterday it sort of reminded me of the way like a like a man would talk about his ex-wife like he he started to mention Belichick, but then quickly was like, but I, but I, you know, I have my new coaches and uh, I love my new coaches. <laughs> and it was like, you got to make sure you get that shout out. And then there, you don't want to get in trouble when you leave the microphone. But I, I think that that's kind of where his focus is right now. When he does talk about Bel Belichick and in our sit down, he did this. He references the past. He talks about the beginning. And I think for him, that's his way of sort of being complimentary and not making this dramatic uh, that he can talk about the good times without thinking about, you know, some of the strain that did exist at the end of things in New England. And, and it's probably the classiest way to handle this, you know. Rather than go down the, that road, talk about the beginning when things were great and also make sure you give your shout-out to your new wife because we all know you don't want to miss that opportunity. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. No, you don't. Jeff, uh, this is why – Tom plays the game, right, for, for moments like this moment that's coming up on Sunday night. You yes. think about he's won seven Super Bowls. He's reached that epitome. But does this game have a Super Bowl-like feel for you when you sit down with him because of how yeah. monumental it is? Like mentor does. going against pupil that's turned into a mentor of his own. I would argue that the vibe will be – even more electric than a Super Bowl. And part of that is the, you know, the corporate vibe that a Super Bowl kind of brings. It's almost, this, I, I feel like it's almost going to feel a little bit more like a championship game where the fans are just absolutely electric. I mean, I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have that feel. I mean, this is Tom Brady. The, this is somebody in New England who these people grew up with. I mean, there's 20-year-olds 
that they literally grew up with Tom Brady. I mean, the, the environment is going to be electric. If as much as they're trying to say even here to dismiss the hype, we all know when we get there and it's a half hour before kickoff, you're going to be seeing sparks in the air. It's going to be so electric. Mm, mm, mm. How much do you think, Jeff? Tom Brady comes in with the high road, the the fact that he left and wins the Super Bowl in his first year. Yeah. And I imagine – I'm interested to see how Belichick greets him on the field when they finally bump into each other and how Brady – but it feels like Belichick needs this more than Brady right now, right? Doesn't he need, need something I, here? I kind of – I feel that way. I mean – and there was, it, it, there was so much talk about that going into. I I felt like when Tom Brady left for another team, everybody was going to be like, you know, Belichick's better because he's going to keep things winning. I I didn't necessarily expect Tom to come here and win a Super Bowl right away, especially at 43 years old. And I was already expecting this unfair narrative. And then now all of a sudden, the 44 year old quarterback is going to go into New England with another Super Bowl ring. Like, to me, he's playing with the house's money at this point. So, I mean, I, I know they're not trying to make it completely about that, the competition between Belichick and Brady, and maybe it's not, but I do agree that the, the pressure, if we're talking about pressure, stands squarely on Belichick's shoulders at this point. You, you, you know, Jeff, you said that you didn't expect that, right? Because everybody, we were trying to anticipate where he would go, but you obviously clearly had an edge on everybody by miles about the landing spot. <laughs> was going to be in Tampa. Yeah. But when I saw Tampa, it just made sense because when you looked at the weapons right. and you looked at Jameis's 30 interceptions right. and things, that he's like, Tom will never do that. He's never going to turn the ball over a record pace. They'll probably go and have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Um, with that being said, his voice sounds a little bit worse than mine right now. Why is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so – what you're alluding to is he came into the press conference with a very hoarse voice. Sounded like he lost it completely. In fact, had to end the press conference early because he couldn't get through it. And this, by the way, is the cherry on top of this whole week. When they try to dismiss the hype of going back to Foxborough, all you need to hear was Brady's voice. His voice was hoarse because they were pumping artificial crowd noise into practice that was so loud and he had to scream over it that he lost his voice by the end of it. That's all you need to know. The Bucks know that this game is different. Brady knows that this game is different. They are preparing for that. So they can say whatever they want at this point, but the actions speak literally louder than words. This game will be different. Where's your glasses from yesterday, Jeff? You didn't, you didn't hear me when you were on with me with NFL Live. You had the glasses on before we – Oh, yeah, I, I took those off. Sal Palantonio is the only person who can pull off wearing sunglasses on the air. That was not happening. <laughs> I told- By the way, is this uncomfortable? I feel like I'm – I'm doing my stand-up right now. Like I'm supposed to be like formal, Jeff, and but I'm trying to talk to you guys like casually. We're no, used to no, seeing no. you in Miami, you know, with the sun in the background. No, no the glasses though. See, you couldn't hear me and Laura and Dan. The glasses. I was like, Jeff no, looked like somebody's son who owns a team standing in front of their billion-dollar <laughs> facility. No, it was cool though. It was. It was that. Yeah, that was what's up. I wish, man. I wish. I, I couldn't hear you because Orlovsky was talking. He guy he's not stopped talking during breaks. <laughs> like I mean, it's just the great. Jeff like, Darlington, like, give me my moment, Orlovsky. Formal, informal, glasses, no glasses. He can do it all. <laughs> yeah, Thank and, you, not, Jeff. and Dan only talks not just doing breaks all the time. 
Jeff, well, great stuff as always. Thank you. That's Jeff Darlington on the Goodyear Hotline, live from Tampa Bay. He will be in Foxborough on Sunday with the rest of the NFL world. More to the weekend than just Brady and Belichick, of course, as one head coach tries to beat his former boss. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Welcome back to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. It's not just a, about a return to his former home in the NFL this weekend. In college football, former Georgia offensive line coach Sam Pittman takes his eighth-ranked Arkansas Raisin, Raisinbacks, Razorbacks, <laughs> that'd be something, the Raisinbacks, Arkansas Razorbacks to Athens, Georgia to take on the second-ranked Bulldogs. And David Pollock is live from Athens, Georgia, a place he knows so well. David, good morning. Good morning, Raisinback fans. Yeah, Raisinback. <laughs> <laughs> Talking fast. Do you expect Sam Pittman to get the same ovation in Georgia that Brady's going to get in New England? <laughs> no, I don't think the uh, the level of winning was was that good, and uh, and the the length of period being there. But I tell you what, Sam Pittman's beloved, and if you know his story, man, he's he's one of the cooler cats. Like he, there's a Arkansas is not a top ten, top fifteen job in the country. Nobody nobody thinks that way, um, but it was the Sam Pittman. Like that's that's home for him. He had a a picture on his laptop, and what his picture was his lot where he was going to build his lake house where he was going to retire in Arkansas. Like, he's an Arkansas guy through and through, so there's no better story in college football. He's done a great job with his coordinators, and um, he's got that great big personality, big smile, so it's fun to see him succeed because he wants to be there, and he wants Arkansas to be great. As you look now, you see what Sam's been able to do for the Razorbacks. Obviously, that was a clear upset of Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher can that upset carry over and give your Bulldogs a real fight? I think it can. I think their brand of football can. But, Key, you know this, too. One thing that's important about this week, big week last week. Got to get up for A&M. Hadn't beat him in nine tries, you know, and top ten team, really physical game. Um, and now you got to do it again. And, and I don't know if you all watched Georgia, but they had a scrimmage last week against the local high school team. And, it was it was over by the first by the end of the first quarter. It was sixty two to nothing. You know they're sitting in a good spot, being well rested, um, being extremely healthy. Got guys not having to play a lot of reps, so it's not a great spot from that standpoint for Arkansas. Arkansas, they better be able to throw the football, and they showed spurts of that last week before KJ Jefferson got hurt. Um, but once he got dinged up a little bit, it went to. It went, to, it went to crap quick. And so I think the passing game, if they get in third and long situations, it's not going to be good for them. I think it's a tough spot for Arkansas to be in, uh, but they're going to have to make plays in the passing game, that's for sure, and that's not their strength. David Pollock, I have to ask you a question, man. 
who who is the better chance of making the upset actually happen? Are we talking Ole Miss at Bama, or you think Arkansas at Georgia? Hotty toddy. I think it's mm. Ole Miss, Jay. I think I think they can score, man. If you go I, and I was I was watching the other night, late in the morning, early in the morning, whatever you want to say. I went back and watched that Alabama Ole Miss game again. Like Lane Kiffin destroyed Nick Saban last year. I mean, he made him look silly. Time and time again, they had no answers. I'll argue that I think Ole Miss this year is better offensively than they were a year ago. Um, I think Alabama's defense is actually worse than it was a year ago. So I, I can see Ole Miss scoring 40. And I know it's at Alabama, and that makes a difference. Is Ole Miss's defense legit better? Um, they, they got transfers, and, they, and they've, they kind of addressed that side of the football, and they've looked good so far. If they can get a few stops, they're going to be in this. They're going to score points in bunches. So, I think it's Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss has a realistic shot to beat Alabama. Cincinnati goes into Notre Dame favorite tomorrow, uh, Pollock. Does Cincinnati have a realistic shot at making the college football playoff? You know, I I think this year more than ever they do. Because you look at college football and you look at – how everybody looks. Nobody looks dominant. People are saying Alabama and Georgia, and then they're trying to find those next teams to to put in that window. Ohio State already lost. Clemson's already lost twice. Oklahoma has not looked dominant by any stretch. So, you know, this is the year. First of all, what they did last year I think is a big deal. You know, going undefeated, going to play Georgia, making that a really, really competitive ball game, bringing everybody back. Now if you can beat Indiana and beat Notre Dame, who's a top-10 team, look really good doing it, look good the rest of the year – I think this year, in a year where there's a lot of average and there's not a lot of great, I think this could be a year, if any, for Cincinnati. They can maybe sneak up, make some noise, and maybe get in the playoff. Okay. Break it to me, DP, because, you know, I'm, I'm a Duke guy, ACC guy. Any team from ACC have a chance and get into the playoffs? Like, any, any, any team? <laughs> no. Oh, um, <laughs> it's the laugh. The laugh is the thing oh. that bothers me the most about a DP, the laugh. My bad, my bad. Basketball season's coming, bro. We're going to have some good times coming your way here (laughs) here in a little bit. Um, I tell you what, Wake Forest, to me, is a team that's going to win 10 games. They're they're a team that they benefit from the super seniors. I think they have nine super seniors back who are guys that are there for their, you know, for their sixth year on campus that know the system. So, they're, I think they're really good with Hartman. They're really good offensively, um, really good defensively. I think they're the, when I watch, they're the best team I've seen right now in the ACC, and that's, it's not saying a lot because Virginia obviously been up and down. Miami's not very good. Um, you, you watch Clemson. They're, they're not even close to what we've seen of them in the past. North Carolina, good Lord. Sometimes they, they look really good. Sometimes they're terrible. So I think Wake Forest, if I'm saying that correctly, Jay, is, is the cream of the crop in the ACC. And that kind of is all you need to know. All right, it's the yeah. it's the first of the month. Wake Forest, huh? David Pollock, who okay. is the Heisman front runner one <laughs> month into this season? Good luck. I mean, I think Matt Corral is probably the Heisman front runner, and he's putting up video game numbers. And, and you watch him against Alabama; he's going to do the same thing. I mean, he's a he's a dual threat guy. He's basically a running back that can that can throw the football as well as anybody in the country. He's that kind of athletic ability. He's got kind of he's got kind of athlete. Um, so it's him. But whoever wins, Ole Miss, uh, Matt Corral versus Bryce Young in Alabama is clearly going to be the front runner. But I think this could change a lot. Like. When you look at Georgia, they're going to be a great team this whole year. They don't have a guy that's going to be in the Heisman mix 
Um, so it's going to be interesting to watch who comes you know, down the stretch hard this year in, in football. Who, who makes a big push? Because you look at Iowa, they're a, a top 10 team. They're not, they don't have a guy. Notre Dame doesn't have a guy. You know, you have to be on a good team. You have to be on a, a team in contention to win a Heisman. That's kind of been, you know, the rules that people have, you know, voted by for years and years and years. So I think it's wide open. It's as open as we've seen in a long time. Pollock, how hot will Lane be if he goes into Alabama, wins that game, or he loses one game this year, how hot will he be on the coaching circuit? You know, this is an interesting one because, you know, Lane Kiffin obviously has has baggage from the past from USC that, that you saw that he struggled. He struggled to run it the way he, you should run it. He didn't run the program correctly, and he was immature. But you've also seen him kind of turn the page and, and kind of grow up and do better, and I've seen you've seen less antics. So – Lane Kiffin's one of the best offensive minds in all of college football. And if you're asking me to pick one guy, he's probably the best. Look at what he's done for Alabama. I mean, he completely changed Nick Saban's direction offensively, his philosophy, how he was going to call plays, how he evolved. Like, that literally is because of Lane Kiffin coming in there. So it shows you how great of a thinker he is, how great of an offensive mind. And I think he's showing you maturity. So, you know, I, Ole Miss gave him a shot, and, and it's been rewarded so far. But – I would, if I was making decisions, I would definitely continue to monitor. Can he continue to, to keep his head on straight? Uh, can he continue to be disciplined, run a tight ship, and not let guys, um, you know, not let guys do whatever they want, make, make sure they're held accountable, make sure he's a great leader. Uh, and I think he could earn that respect back and back. But there's no doubt about it when you talk about offensive play caller. The dude's elite. I mean, he's, he's the best of the best. That's David Pollock live from Athens, Georgia on the Goodyear Hotline. Thank you, David. Thanks, DP, for the great Wake Forest Appreciate breakdown. It, Appreciate you. Uh-huh. Thanks, man. College game day is live <laughs> from Athens tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. The one question you haven't heard about Patriots Bucks, and it's next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Time for Take It or Shake It on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. All right, Evan. This one, though. Why don't you take it? Tell us whether to take it or shake it. I will. It's the game of the week, guys. We all know about it. I want to know, though, Belichick and the Patriots, are they going to cover the line right now at Caesars Sportsbook is seven? I'm taking it. Take it or shake it. Belichick and the Patriots cover. 
Shake it. Shake it. it. I told you it's going to be one of those 17, 9, 20 to 3. It's going to be a weird. It's just going to be a weird game. Well, 17, 9. Oh, okay. It's going to be one of those. uh, You know, it's just going to be one of those weird games where it's not going to be a blowout. And they barely. The Bucks will barely cover. What's it? Six and a half? But but hold on. Seven. It's seven. Seven. Okay. You won't bet money on that when Joe Fartenbar comes on for a bet, though. If you if you if you really believe that, then then put it on it. Evan, put me down for seventy dollars on the Bucks. To no, cover. that segment's next. It, well, fine. Well, for future segments, <laughs> they're gonna cover. You know kid, what? This kid over here to my left. I'm a grown man. First off, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> Antonio Brown coming back in this one. I think that's a game changer. You could take away a couple of options, but when you got those three options for Tom Brady, okay. I agree. Too much, too Man. much offensive okay. weaponry. Too much. But it's gonna be one of them crazy, slippery games, right? Where at the end, they're gonna kick a long field goal. Snow is gonna come out of nowhere. No, no, it's just gonna be a kick a long field goal, and they're gonna think they're gonna get the ball back on an onside kick. They ain't gonna get it, and they're gonna kill off the score. Watch what I tell you. So, so key, I still don't understand. Do you think the Patriots are gonna lose by less than seven? <laughs> I he think it's chicken. gonna be right at seven. Well, that's the line. That's, that's the why line. you got it. Right, so are they going to cover? <laughs> he said shake it. So I told him to put some cover. money on right, it. But, but then I think his, what he but means. But his analysis felt like he yeah. was taking it. So well, in other words, key, key, in other words, it sounds like you're saying it's going to be close. But when you close, say 17-9, seven, that's eight. But I'm just saying one of those type of games. So a backdoor cover. Yeah, backdoor cover. Backdoor cover. Yeah. Okay. Backdoor well, cover. Let's, let's say that. That's yeah. after the game. Sounds Before good. the game, there's going to be a ceremony for Tom Brady. Take it or shake it. The pregame ceremony on Sunday will be a bigger tearjerker than the movie The Notebook. Jay, take it or shake it. Well, see, I didn't see that. I didn't see The Notebook. It should be the, uh, the this is back I think Jay I've saw it. it. That's why I asked Jay first. Was it a tearjerker? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. But but this one. You should have just said Seinfeld and he would have been all right. Hey, Seinfeld, Martin, I do it all. Um, all I want to say is The Notebook was a tough one, but this is sports. And sports is dear to my heart. And whenever, just the Adele music alone over this, like, it sends me in so many different directions. The relationship that could have been even more if a coach just believed in the player. Were you guys going to play it? Was they that like the to play They it? should really mess with Brady's mind. There it is. Let Key talk over this. Go ahead. Key. And on the Jumbotron, they should do a 20-minute video, like, just of everything and just the song and just everything sit there. And dim the lights yeah. down and take out the lighters and just really make you cry. You see how Key even talking over this right now gives you emotion? That's Will what you I'm guys saying. cry? I got I got zero emotion about this. With, with, I'm a if, Giants if, fan. If it I, was, I don't care about you being a Giants fan. It's about the Pats right oh, now. And you're gonna get emotional? Yes, yeah, Tom Brady. Traitor. I'm not a traitor. No, I would I would get uh, uh, it, it's special. Yeah, man. And if I was in Tom Brady's position. I probably would have a tearjerker. I grew up a USC Trojan fan. Literally, you know, stone throw away from the Coliseum. The moment that I came out of the tunnel for the very first time and I got to the end, I had tears because I had arrived and it was emotional. And I didn't think that I would lead at leading up to that. I was like, oh, yeah, I've been to Coliseum a million times as a little kid. But coming out of there with those cliques on and hearing that click, 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 and finally getting to the end, I'm telling you, 
Terrific time gonna have some yeah, water up. Man. It's, it's like yeah. no it's like me going to Cameron Indoor Stadium this year. Mess with him. Me going to Cameron Indoor Stadium this year, knowing it's gonna be Coach K's last year. Like that's mm. gonna give you that's something, man. It gives you that feeling. Oh yeah, I'm just saying it'll be emotional for them. <laughs> But for a lot of people who rooted against the Patriots, it's not going to be coach. emotional. That's my coach. All right, anyway. That's my coach. What else we got, Evan? Comeback win for the Bengals. Thursday night football, two second-half touchdowns for Joe Burrow. So, take it or shake it. The Bengals are a playoff team this year. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Shake it. Let's calm down here. It's good. Shake good it. little football team. All those sort of things. I don't think they're quite ready yet. They're probably slightly ahead of schedule, but I don't know that they are a playoff team. It's a tough division, right? Tough conference. Um, I don't see three teams coming out of that division. Cleveland Browns aren't going anywhere, getting better. Uh, you, you see where the Ravens are. They've gotten some players back. They're going to get better. And then the, the conference as a whole is just better. The AFC West is loaded. You know, we already see where, where Buffalo's at. Um, it's just, no, nah, I don't see it. Yeah, thank you, Keith, for actually uh, being practical about it because this is what happens. A team wins a Thursday night game against the Jags, and all of a sudden we're like, hey, they're going to make the playoffs. Like, let's just let them progress and be patient and give it time. Give Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase time. Come from behind. Come from behind win against the Jags. I mean, no, they're not a playoff team, but I'm a believer in yes. Joe Burrow. Moving in the right Period. direction. Like, I look at Justin Herbert. I look at Joe Bur- Justin Herbert's more talented, but I think Joe Burrow is Wait. the guy who may win more. Do you think they're in the same conversation? Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow? They yes. came out in the same class? I know, I know Just, they came out in yeah. the same Just, class. Were we Justin, saying they're in the same conversation? I'm saying different. Different. It's different. Yeah. Is it, it Joe Burrow, watching him last night and watching, like I said, yesterday getting ready for NFL Live and watching tape and all that sort of stuff, he's good. He's good. I ain't going to take it away from me. But Justin Herbert is mm-hmm. has a magical no feel to him. Maybe if Joe Burrow was in L.A. opposed to Cincinnati, I probably would feel different. But no, no. I, this is what I mean. You're hitting on it. Justin Herbert, you put your eyes on him, you go, okay, there's a reason people compare him to Dan Marino and Patrick Mahomes. He's differently talented, but there's some dudes. I'm not saying he's going to be this. I'm using these as examples. Joe Montana, Tom Brady. Joe Cool. Right? They didn't have that talent, okay. but they had something from the beginning. You're like, yeah. damn, these dudes are just, they're special in a different way. They figure it out somehow. Okay. All right. I Joe like Burrow Joe gives Burrow, me that feeling. Joe Burrow's been good his whole career though really high school it didn't work out at Ohio State but then he goes to LSU it works out then he now Cincinnati clearly we see what he's capable of doing I mean he, impressive impressive yeah he's but, impressive all right with, F. with Lamar Jackson being banged up in their injuries I wonder if the Bengals could finish second in that division behind Cleveland it's possible I wonder it's possible I, keep wondering not a playoff team but maybe second place in their division yeah but I don't think the Ravens is I don't think the Ravens or in a position, I don't think the Ravens have put themselves in a position to just fall face flat. I think the Ravens are going to win a it. lot of games. Yeah, this that's year. what I'm saying. But, it's not. But the fact that you're even asking that, Evan, Bengals are a poorly run franchise. The fact that this guy comes in here in year two and year mm-hmm. one, he was doing well. He already has someone asking that question. Tells yeah, because you a lot. it's three wins. You've never heard of the Bengals having three wins <laughs> this right. early that's in right. the year. One more, Nick Saban. We've talked about a 23-0 and against his assistants, 21 of those games by 14 or more. Take it or shake it, Lane Kiffin becomes the first former Saban assistant to beat his former boss this weekend. Shake it! Shake, shake it. it. Not going to happen. Just talking to Lane and, and having a conversation with him, it didn't sound Damn. like to me that <laughs> they were going to 
win the game. It sounded like to me that they were going to have a fight, but they were eventually going to get knocked out. Lane didn't give you the confidence that you needed to pick Ole Miss over Alabama. Talking to my good friend didn't make me want to go bet. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.